All right, babies, we're back. We're back. We're at them. It's been a pretty eventful week, I'll tell you that. Um, eventful in the terms of people are not really doing the quarantine thing at the moment. Um, curfews are, are back and effective, um, and uh, we'll get into it. Uh, my name's Cam. Uh, we got Ryan on the other end. Groobs, what's good? What's going on, guys? Uh, as Cam mentioned, it's a... A little bit more of a somber time right now. It's a little crazy, but we're going to dive into everything that's been going on the last week. So stay yeah. in there with us. It's honestly, I don't even know how long this podcast is going to last, but all it is is, uh, you know, just some our takes on, on whatever's going on uh, for better or worse. And we don't really do the politic thing. We, we try to stay away from it as much as possible. Um, but this is relatively important. You know, this is, this is, this is, I say relatively, it's, it, it is it's of the utmost importance just simply because um, it is a thing, you know. It, uh, it is a thing, uh, and uh, it's interesting to see everybody's reaction to this. But um, as everybody knows, um, we're going to, uh, the, the whole racial thing, uh, we're going to dive into it with the George Floyd uh, uh, situation, and we're going to dive into it a little bit. Uh, we got some NBA talks. We're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about it and how it's gonna be set up. Baseball strikes, SpaceX. Um, there's gonna be a few things that we dabble in. Um, I don't know how long. Like I said, I'm not sure how long this is gonna go, but uh, it could be thirty. Could could be two hours. You never know with us. Um, but nonetheless, let's dive into it. This is BDU Radio. Thank you guys for hanging out. Um, so, do you want to start out guns hot, or do you want to knock out the first ones early, or the other ones? Let's do the other ones in the back end. We'll do the yeah. other ones in the back end. Let's, let's have the serious conversation at the front end. All right. Honestly, um, everybody knows what happened. Good God, if you don't, then you literally don't have a phone and you don't go out of your home. Um, <laughs> it's been a crazy time, man. Uh, George Floyd, he got murdered flat out. Yeah, let's call it what it is uh, for whatever reason. Um, but nonetheless, the guy was murdered by the policemen um, that were handling the situation. And that does happen. I'm not going to say it happens a bunch. I refuse to say that because I refuse to believe that. I stay optimistic about policemen and, and their, their duty. I think most of them do their job the right way, and they, they actually take pride in what they do, and they are good at it, what they do. Um, but there are a few bad apples in every, every group of people. And the policemen are a group of people. It's just, it is what it is. It's human nature. Humans, not as a whole, there's going to be a few bad decisions that they make. There's going to be a few bad apples in the bunch. And uh, I feel like this is, hopefully, if we're being honest for me, hopefully this is the straw that broke the camel's back on this front and we can move toward a greater and more decent society because um, there's some madness going on, man. Absolutely. Um, I was talking to my dad about this earlier in the week. We were sitting in the backyard. We were talking about everything going on. And I mentioned the bad apples thing, and this is what I said. I saw this. It's been floating around on Twitter. It was Chris Rock. He was doing a stand-up. He says, everybody says there's a few bad apples, but some jobs can't have a, ba a few bad apples. Imagine if a, somebody said, hey, that pilot over there, you know, what if, what if there's a few bad pilots over there, or bad apples as a pilot? Ah, he just crashed. No, this is the same situation. Cops, there can't be bad apples when it comes to cops. Right. When it comes to people. In terms of duty. In terms of yeah, duty. I agree. You can't have people that 
who can't do their job, who can't handle the stress, the situation, the fear. If you can't handle that, you shouldn't be doing this job. Yep. You got to understand these people, if you're going to be a cop, you're going to be out there risking your life every day. 100%. But at the same time, you got to have the temperament and you should have this temperament as a human anyways. You shouldn't just be the first thought, all right, I got to kill this guy. Boom, pull my gun out, right. shoot him. I know you might fear for your life and all these situations, but, hey, routine traffic stop, you should not be pulling out your gun. You should not be pulling out your gun. They're in a car. It's wild, dude. You And you, you hate to see it because it it all falls back on the lieutenant and, and who's over, who's running the show and due diligence. You know, like, you got to know, apparently, I don't know for sure, I don't know this at all. This could 100% be inaccurate, but apparently – there have been multiple complaints on this particular officer that did this. Yeah, and, it's 12, 12, I've heard 12, I've heard 18 marks of abuse on his, on his record. Exactly, which is ridiculous, dude. It's absolutely ridiculous. That guy should not be on the force. Um, I, and I'm glad that he's getting charged. I'm glad that the other three, honestly, are being held accountable also, dude. How about this? Mm -hmm. Be accountable for your brother, you know? Yeah. Um, that just goes back to the team thing, you know? I was, I was on a baseball team, and you were too, and – you have to be held accountable. Somebody has to hold each other accountable for their actions or you can just run wild. And that's what happened here. This guy wasn't held accountable. One of them didn't say, hey, get off the guy's neck, you know? It's that simple. Hey, dude, get off the guy's neck. Hey, dude, get off right. of the guy in general. He's cuffed on the ground. Exactly. You know? This guy's totally helpless. He's totally defenseless right now. He literally can't do anything. It's um, It sucks, dude. And it falls into uh, it falls into racism, uh, absolutely. It, and it fell under that category, obviously, because he was a he was a black guy. And uh, dude, let's not let's not bullshit here. Racism exists, um, and there will be some sort of racism, whether how, however big or small, for a long time. Uh, we just have to work towards a better life in terms of standard on how we treat each other generationally, right? So right. our generation, I feel like our generation is more perceptive and more open-minded and and they just understand that people are just people and they 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 get it and they understand that there's not there's no difference in terms of value in, in relative to color, right? Right. Most for the most part, uh, obviously. You know, we all have a few assholes that we've come across. But in general, our generation is more, I guess, they they understand the value of life relative to color better, better more so than are the ones that have came in the past. Um, obviously, I mean, look at the '60s, dude, the civil rights movement. I mean, that generation was filled with racism, you know, filled mm -hmm. with it, and uh, there's no excuse for it. I refuse to give any excuses for for those acts. Period. There's not one. I think it's ridiculous. Anybody that knows me knows that that's ridiculous. Absolutely insane. The fact that you treat somebody different because of their colors, insane. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so you hate to see it. I am all for these protests. All for them. When I say all for the protests, I did not say I'm all for the riots and the looting. I'm all for the protests, dude. Dude, there was an awesome video of um, New York City where there were thousands of people in the streets and they were protesting. And from what you could tell for five minutes straight, 
There were just people walking, chanting, you know, doing whatever they were doing, but they were protesting, and it was peaceful. But then you see these videos of people rioting and beating the hell out of these business owners and, and looting their stores, and those people are the reason that we have so many angry people or we have so many angry attitudes towards protests because that's what happens and it's awful and that that can't be the precedent we set in the United States of America because now if because now it's kind of tarnished if we do do something positive and make a step in the right direction because the precedent is set if we do something if we aren't getting our way as a as a color as a as a group of people as a as a working as as a, as a working per person in the economy if you're if you're if you work in the industry if you work in like a like a like a, a car or like a Toyota dealership or something and you don't get your way you can just beat the hell out of people and steal shit until you get your way and that's the precedent that could be set here and that's very very scary for the next 50 to 60 years and that's the reason I'm kind of uncomfortable with it if, if, if something crazy awesome happens because I want something awesome to happen, but I want it to happen the right way. And stealing people's shit and beating the shit out of people is not the way. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Um, I was listening to something, though. Uh, I was listening to Arian Foster. He was on part of my take, and he was talking. Yeah. And he said, well, he didn't, you know, condemn the the riots and all that stuff he did the the looting and stuff he did but he's saying how do you want us to protest cap tried to take a knee you told us you can't do that right we try to have peaceful protests you tell us that we can't do that and now that we're doing having riots what are we supposed to do right i agree what how are you supposed to protest so i'm in no way shape or form in any position to tell anybody how they can protest i don't agree with the riots i don't agree with I, I I don't agree with the anarchist and the Antifa, the little white kids beating up stores with their skateboards and walking yeah. down streets and just beating the hell out of shit. I don't. Though there are people out there, I fully believe this, and you see this throughout history. There are people that just want to see the world burn. Yeah. And those are. people, and these people come from out of town. They come. They set up these bricks. They take their skateboards or whatever they're doing. And they just want mass chaos. What happened in Atlanta last Friday started peaceful. I had friends at the protest. So did Birmingham. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. I talked to a few of them. They said it was great. No, none of that happened. A few people did get arrested because they, I, out of, for no reason they did. But then something happened at the end of the night. Protest something started these riots, people breaking Chick-fil-A, breaking the College Football Hall of Fame, all these other places. There's rioting for no reason. And that's not it just distracts from the real message is 100%. the issue I have with it. Because nobody in their right mind is okay with what Derek Chauvin did. Sat on that on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes and forty odd seconds. Yeah. And the autopsy showed he died of asphyxiation and lack of blood flow to his brain. It's it's disgusting that he was able to do that, and that's the message that's being spread right now. And all week, I didn't say anything because I wanted to digest all of this, listen to what people are saying. And one of the people I listened to, and this is I won't forget this because I always remember where I was. 
and it's probably one of the more moving speeches I've ever heard, was Killer Mike. Yeah. And the main thing I took away from it was he had this one quote. Give me a second to pull it up. He said, what, what is a simple way to make change? You need to go home. Instead of writing, use that time to properly plot, plan, strategize, and organize, and mobilize in an effective way. The yep. biggest way you can affect change, this is, this is a philosophy that I've heard multiple times. You think globally, act locally. Right. So next Tuesday is election day. What is the biggest thing you can go do as an American citizen? You can go vote these sheriffs, the district attorneys, all the people that are making these rules and laws and stuff, you can vote them out. Do your research. Educate yourself. Don't listen to the media. The media right now is just fear-mongering everything. If they had their way, they would start a race war. There are yeah. people out there that want a race war, and it that's not what that this way, is man. about. This isn't about all lives matter. No, this is about black lives matter right now. They... It, it, that's what this is about. This isn't who cares about all lives. Yes, everybody understands that all lives matter, but black people right now are being shot and killed at an unprecedented rate. It's just disgusting. It's disgusting. We have well, to change something. Well, I just think, man, I'm not even worried about the, st the statistics about it at this point. It's just like, because when you do, I've, I've, I've looked up the statistics and I've been on the other side of it because when you look at it, there are a whole bunch of white folks that get shot by the police too. Right. But the bottom line is acts of racism happen and they yes. shouldn't. That's where I'm at uh -huh. against the black community. I know they happen. I know for a fact that they happen. That That's just the bottom line. And here's the other bottom line. They shouldn't. And we need to put these people in their place uh and starting with those starting with the officers man uh mm -hmm. i agree that we knew we do need to we okay let me let me backtrack i think that I do, obviously riding looting we don't need to do that but i think this time's so much different because when you look at these protests the masses of people there's just masses of people this isn't this isn't when the kid got killed in missouri where they just they they it was just anarchy you know these are organized groups of people that are just simply coming to protest peacefully and just because they want their voice to be heard and this isn't a few this isn't 50 this isn't 100 people this is thousands of people this is way different than any other any other situation i've been in as far as i've been alive way different peacefully the riots the only, are the thing that's getting the coverage and the that's the only time sad. i've only seen this, this amount of people come together at one time, and it sucks because it always happens during tragedies. It was 9-11 when the whole country came together. Yeah. And that's what's happening right now. There have been protests all across the nation. And I think I think for the vast, I think for most of it, we're going to come out on top and we're going to come up, we're going to come together. Obviously, our generation's about to start taking the reins. Um, has to. It, it, it's the bottom line. We're about to start taking the reins. Um, we know we've seen racism with me and you both. We've seen it. We don't agree with it. And I think our generation is the generation 
to catalyze a movement of legitimate equality versus yeah yeah uh let's let's we're all equal you know like but then there's just no action right there's right. no action um and i have a whole bunch of thoughts that i'm not going to get into on on this podcast because they are a little bit they're 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 interesting um and i'm sure down the line somebody could clip it and say some say that i said something when i really didn't but uh there's just a lot that we can do to combat racism and, and actually move towards equality. And uh, and it's going to be up to us to do that. And I know for a fact that we can do that and will do that. And then our next generation, guess what? They're going to be nothing but better. Um, it's just a weird time to be in. Racism is, is obvious. It's blatant. Um, and we just got to figure out what we can do in order to correct it. The weird thing is there's a lot of people blaming the White House. You know, there's a lot of people blaming the White House for this when the reality is this this isn't this is this isn't this was before Donald Trump. You know, like this has been going on, guys. I don't know if y'all have been alive or awake, but this is this is way before Donald Trump, dude. This isn't him. You know, this is us as a community. He can't affect that. It's got to be us. He's just one man. We literally have to do it as a unit, you know. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I am, I'm curious to see how this plays out the next three, four months, uh, yeah. because I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna go out there, I'm not gonna go out there and uh, and protest just simply because I know my values. I'm gonna stand up for my brothers. I got a lot of, I got a lot of black guys that are in my friend group that are very tight, and they know I got their back, and vice versa. That's the way it will always be. I know that. I know I got my squad, my circles tight. And that's really it. As long as I can affect the people around me, then we're Gucci, you know? Like, we are fine, bro. Because that's the way everybody should treat it. Take care of your circle, and then they take care of their circle, and that's how it, that's how it ripples out, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the reason I'm not, I'm not going out there. And simply put, I don't want to get hit in the head by a brick. When I'm literally out there just doing, you know, the right thing. So mm-hmm. it's, um, I commend the people that are protesting. That's phenomenal. Uh, thank y'all because y'all are awesome. Y'all continue to do those things. Um, we're here with you. I promise you. Even the people in the shadows, we're here with you. Uh, we appreciate you. And um, I'm interested to see what how it plays out. Dude, how about there's a protest coming to Chilton County, Clanton, where I'm from, on Saturday. Yeah, there's some up here in Kennesaw, so. That, I'm letting you know right now, they may, it may be on CNN. That's, that, that's, that's the kind of community we're dealing with. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I will say that. Yeah, you got to let me know how that goes. Um, oh, you, you'll probably know before I do, honestly. <laughs> you knew everything else. I don't even check my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, it's, I can't really. It's hard to really fathom that people really believe that just because somebody doesn't look like them, they're any less valuable. And it does go back all the way to the beginning of of the of the country. Yeah, no doubt. And it's what's so interesting about all of this. Everybody, it says it's not American to rebel. Well, that's what America was built on. That's what we are. We started as rebels. Literally. We revolted against tyranny against the the British 
Because we just so didn't like why, the attitude. Yeah. Yeah. So why are we, not we, but why are some people out there so mad at people for saying Black Lives Matter when they're fighting tyranny, fighting mm-hmm. racism, fighting the dumb white people that really truly believe that they're superior over somebody else just because they don't look like them? Well, here's another thing. One of the cops were, was Asian. Right. You know, like it's not just white folks. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and throw that out there. It ain't just the white folks. There's a lot of white folks. Don't get don't get it twisted. There's more of the white community than any other community. We are the majority. I understand that. Um, but that's the thing, though. It's not just white folks. It's not just white folks attacking black folks. Mm-mm. It's not at all. That's what's even worse about it. It's just it's. It's crazy, and I'm interested to see how we can come up with a way to solve the systematic oppression of, I don't like to use the word oppression, but it's the only word I can think of at the moment, of the black community, because a lot of them, they they are dealt a raw hand off the rip, you know? They're already they're already in, 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 in poor living conditions, and they're already in the lower income area off the rip, dude. Yep. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering where we can get, when we can get to a point where there isn't, there isn't an obvious disparity in, in race in the lower income area, you know? Yep. Um, I'm wondering, because there's always going to be lower income, it's capitalism, that's just part of it. But I'm wondering what we can do without just giving people money. We've already tried that, right? It hadn't worked out in the last 25 years. But... I'm wondering what we can do to systematically uplift and 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 give opportunity and show them that they don't have to do it this way, this way, and this way because this way, this way, and this way will lead you to drug addiction. Mm. It'll lead you to uh, working at being a being a, a lifer at at the McDonald's. It'll be it'll be um, getting your EBT card swiped at the Winn Dixie. You know it it'll be those things. I'm wondering what we can do to get out of that mentality. To get the lower income people, not even just blacks, just lower income people in general, to the mentality of I'm better than that, right. you know, but because they're already dealt a raw hand, and mm-hmm. that's what sucks. Because until we fix something like that, it's just it's gonna be hard to it's gonna be hard to, to fight, you know. Yeah. Because because their stereotypes are a real thing, and that is a stereotype. Bottom line, yeah. it is what it is. So that's that's another issue for another day that we can dis- discuss. But yeah. the the main thing that's being protested now is obviously the cops. So how do, uh, the cops killing black people? Yeah. How do you how do you fight that? How do you fight the systemic racism within the justice system? How do you do that? I think I think that I think it's a due diligence thing for me. I know a mm-hmm. lot of cops, and I know, dude, I know I know the guy that runs the SWAT team for Alabama, the whole state. He's a state trooper. He runs the state the state trooper SWAT team. And uh, he's awesome. He's very awesome. Very awesome in his job. Um, and he does it the right way. It doesn't matter what color you are, you know. Obey the law. And But the thing is, he does his job the right way. It's not just, oh, they're breaking the law, and they just they run at them, and they break their door down without any, without any due diligence on their part, you know. Sure, they may be breaking the law, but do your job. You have a job. You know what to do. Do it. That's all you got to do, you know. When a guy's cuffed, it's common sense. You don't have to be on his neck. No. What are we talking about at that point, you know? Like, 
dude, it's it's crazy. I think background checks should be essential. I think background checks should be very essential. There's no doubt something in, the, in that guy's life happened. Yeah. That ra- the, the 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 racist cop, the guy oh, that yeah. choked George out, something happened in his life in the past for him to act this way. Because it wasn't just him. Apparently, there was multiple recordings of view of abuse on record, right? Mm-hmm. So something was going on, man, in his life before he was on the job, or maybe in the early stages of his job. But they, we have to keep close uh, a close eye on something like that, and we have to get good psycho- psychological reports. I think yes. that's essential. Um, I that it's 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 work ethic in the police academy. It's 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 due diligence on the psycho- psychology of everything, and it's. Being firm, you got to have the carrot and the stick as the lieutenant, as, as the captain of the squad, as the sheriff of the of the county. You gotta you gotta reward them when they need rewarding, and you gotta punish them when they need to be punished, dude. I get you, everybody. You gotta back their corner, but not if they're in the wrong. Guess what? If they're in the wrong, they're in the wrong. That's the bottom line, dude. You know, it's accountability, yeah. and and that's where we've we've faltered in multiple areas in the police force, multiple areas as a human society, dude. People aren't keeping people accountable, and that's where we're at. Yep, I, I agree with you. We 100% need to do, they need to do something about the internal review boards on the police, in, in the police systems. Right. Because it's cops judging cops, and most of the time they're going to give them a slap on the wrist, you know, suspend them with pay for a month, and then let them back on, and it'll be okay. You got to change that. You got to get an independent review board. And the the argument will be from cops will be, well, what does an independent review board know about being a cop? Well, you get retired cops to do it. Sure. Get retired cops and with alongside other people that are not cops who won't just say, all right, man, you get a pass because you might have roughed that person up. But you know what? You're a cop. I'm a cop. We're going to give you a little slap on the wrist, whatever. You can't do that. I think I can't, because that leads to what Chauvin did. Yeah, leads to that. I think fully functional, including audio webcams, uh, chest cams, should be mandated. Yeah, I think absolutely. they should be absolutely mandated. And if and if your and if your webcam isn't functional for whatever reason, you might have broke it. It might have broken on the job. You can't go in. Mm-hmm. That's because we have to have these things recorded. Because yes, I do agree that. It's you got to have something like that in terms of back. To, it comes full circle to accountability for me, right? You know, like Wait that's you. the only way that I can think of dash cams, obviously, but also webcam chest cams are they should be mandated. We should we we should have the opportunity to see the footage and hear the footage of an altercation when it goes down in order to fully be able to judge the situation. That's the bottom well, line. Because there are web or chess cams, um, six cops just got fired, and I think charges are being pressed against them here in Atlanta from, I think it was either Friday or Saturday night, because they broke a dude's window, two students, Georgia State students, um, black black male and a black woman, and tased them and drug them out of the car, and they were just going home. Just going home, going back to their place. No way. Dragged them out of their car, and for no reason, no reason at all, just for going home. So but that it, stuff needs weird, to be. There's a gray area too, though, and I heard Joe Rogan say this, and and I, I always thought it, but uh, he said it and it made sense. Here's the thing. 
yes, cops, we just simply got to be better. You're right. But also, we have to understand that these people are also humans, you know, yeah. and they have emotions. But, uh-huh. but we need to do better at training them. Absolutely. Because that is where you learn to deal with these emotions. Oh, these people pissed you off and they're being smart asses? Tight. But also, you got a job to do. Bottom line, yep. you know? Like when I, if a client calls me for my job and they're pissed off at the world and they're pissed off at their advisor, I'm the one who has to take an ear beating for it because they can't even get in touch with their advisor. So I'm the one that has to take the heat on that front, but also I understand their position, and that's I have to I, I let them know that immediately. Hey, I'm a, I understand. I'm on your side. Let's get to the bottom of this situation. Yep. And and I I agree with you because think about this. So before like Desert Storm, when we were at war, yeah, your soldiers would you know they'd go home to home, right? Break breach, go in, shoot, ask questions later. Now. You have soldiers, this is a foreign country, that breach, and they can't fire until fired upon. So why can soldiers that are in war be trained to not pull a trigger on a terrorist until they're fired upon, but police will shoot an unarmed black man just because he's reaching for his wallet? Yeah, yeah, I agree. So that's why, why isn't there enough training on cops, why is the training not nearly as bad as boot camp is? Why isn't it hell? Why are they not dealing with getting yelled at every single day, going through those emotions like soldiers have to go through? I agree. That's where that's where we're failing. I agree. The training has to be better and the psychological tests. Yep. But I think the very first step is us as a society, we have to realize this and we have to this is all on an individual basis right here. We all have to realize we all have our individual prejudices. Every single person does. Part of it, No yeah. matter, you have to deal with those, understand them, and ask yourself why. Yep. You have to. You simply have to. And almost always, if, here's what's weird too, is it almost always falls back on how you were raised. Oh, 100%. That's, the, that's where it comes from. You know, that's where, that's where, your, prejudice, that's where your prejudices come from. It's a hard word to say. It is. It's very <laughs> hard, um, especially when you have a, a thick tongue and lisp like me. But, uh, <laughs> dude... It, it's just, man, there's just so much wrong, but there's also so much right with the force. Yes. There's so many good cops out there, dude. So many. There's so many good cops. I had a cop pull me over one time, and uh, he literally pulled me over uh, for, I think it was oh, a blinker or something. And he pulled me over, and obviously, look, I once again, I don't know. I'm not a black guy, but also I know – that you know, I had my last registration, uh, and uh, and and I had everything with me. And he pulled, he walked up to my car or it's a truck at the time. He goes, "Well, where are you headed?" And I was, I told him, I was like, "I'm just going home, back from college. Everything's good. How are you?" Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm just making sure uh, that you knew that your 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 brake light or your blinker was your was out. And I was like, "Well, I actually didn't know that at all. I really appreciate that. I know that that's an offense." So. Please, God, don't write me a ticket because I was unaware. <laughs> it is that simple. And uh, and he said, no, I, I totally understand. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to call in. Obviously, i got to call in and report it. But you got to get that fixed, bro. And I was like, that was the exact word. You got to get that fixed, bro. I was like, well, 
definitely, that's the play. I know I'm about an hour away from home, and uh, I mean, I can give you a call and let you know if you'd like me to, and we kind of laughed. And he said, dude, it's actually nice to hear somebody not treat me like I'm either a piece of shit or treat me like I'm God and just a person, you know, uh, because he said it just gets so exhausting. It gets so exhausting having to play the wrath of God or just take an ear beating when reality is I'm just here to keep you safe. Yep. And I was like, I mean, and that's the reason you're there, and we appreciate you for that. I know that for sure. And there's so many guys that are out there that are like that. They're literally there because they want, first off, they want to get paid, and then secondarily, they care about their community. Yep. And there's a lot so that, of, there's, there's so many like that. And uh, you hate to see something like this happen because there are, a, there are a multitude of cops that just don't have it right. And it's going to take those guys right there. Yep, step for up. For immediate change to step up. And that's where the whole brotherhood thing, you got my back, I got your back. No. Hey, if somebody does something fucked up, Fucking report them. Hundred percent. They don't need to be. They don't need that power. Hey, that guy was a meathead, and he's a meathead dickhead cop that was probably a piece of shit in high school. Yep. Who had no way, thought he was big dick when he's a little dick. Remember this big dick energy radio. That's true. We don't true. deal with small dicks. We don't deal with little dick. That's a little dick thing. What that Derek Chauvin did. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Fuck racism. Fuck it. It's crazy, dude. It's 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 crazy. I am interested to see what these other cops, the good cops, are standing up for. I saw that video of the uh, police chief at uh, Flint. In, in Flint. That video was awesome, you know. And yep, that's the that kind one. of leadership we need right now out of the police. Yep. That's the bottom line. I mean, he took his crowd. He took all his shit off and said, "Let's walk." Yep. Like that's badass. I saw one. Saw one yesterday in Houston. Same thing. Same thing in New Jersey. Like that's coming together and showing, hey, we're all in this together. This isn't, you know. Black versus white. This is everybody first racism. It's literally everybody. That's the best way to put it. It's the country versus racists. It's humans first racists. It's, 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 yes, humanity. Because this isn't just here. It's across the world, too. It's crazy, dude. It, it's That's the reason I think some of the people that are, like, giving a little pushback, I don't think they understand that this isn't about black people getting on their high horse. This is about exactly. humanity coming together and fighting racists. Yes. That's it. That is it. Exactly. That is the bottom line. This isn't about this isn't about the bad apples even in Black Lives Matter talking about reparations and shit. That, that that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about everybody versus racist people. That's the bottom line. And, and I, that's a good this is a good little transition right here into what was brought up, you know, today and yesterday and four or five years ago, um, the kneeling, NFL players kneeling. Yeah. So come back to sports. It's what this basis of this show is, is sports. So I'm not going to lie, man. I was not on Cap's side when, this, when he kneeled. I wasn't. I didn't see it the way I see it now. I understand it now. Um I didn't listen. I was, you know, a little bit younger, a little bit more ignorant to the whole thing. Just thought he was offending the flag, which I don't blame him now. Because for them, for him, his life's different than what, his view of America is different than what mine and yours is. Every day he's worried about, or not he, but, you know, the world, black people in general are more worried about 
getting shot by for no reason for being unarmed. No doubt. I don't blame them for not being super patriotic about that. I don't blame them. Take your knee. It's it's peaceful. What's wrong with it? Nothing wrong with it. A soldier told him it was okay. Nate Boyer said it was okay. That's how to go about it. You want to kneel, kneel. Do it. Absolutely. I'm with you now. Back then I wasn't. My mind's changed now. So this is a good little transition because came out Drew Brees. He said the whole flag thing. He said it it's it's offending the flag. Um I I'm with you, but I don't support the kneeling. And he had to come back out today with an apology, and of course he did. Well, but here's my thing. First off, I'm on Drew Brees' side. The reason I say that is uh, because, first off, he can have an opinion. And second of off, there, I don't know, I don't know, other, I don't, I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not Colin Kaepernick. I'm not an African-American guy. But there, it just, there's got to be something better to do than that. Not to say that, not to say that I'm all up in arms about not standing up for the flag, but just by and large, yes, you are, you are racially discriminated against. Yes, first off, you are. I, I, not you, maybe as a person, but you as a race. The black community has been oppressed. I know that. I'm very aware of that. But also, you're in America as opposed to Africa or as opposed to Great Britain. Um, you're, you're in the home of the free, the land of the land of the free, home of the brave, whatever that cute saying is. So although that does exist, we are the best place in the world, no matter what. We are the land of opportunity. Case in point, African-American athletics. You know, they're the best. African-Americans run entertainment because they are the most athletic. They're awesome. That's the bottom line. They've made that's that's that is what they do. And 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 they're they're incredibly athletic, incredibly driven on that front athletically. I've never I've never seen anything of the likes of some of these athletes that come up. They're incredible. So why wouldn't you pay homage to that? Because you don't have that anywhere else. <laughs> What are you going to do, be a quarterback in, in Spain? You know, like, what are you going to be, a running back in, in Spain? No, you're not. You made it. You're the greatest athlete on the planet because you're in America. So that's where I'm I'm coming from. First off, I mean, you guys, I said the last the last 30 minutes, racism is extremely real, weird. I'm, I'm with you. We're all on the same team. I can promise you that. Um, yeah, like I like we said earlier, it's humans versus racism. Racist, bye. We don't need you, you know. And and I got a feeling they're a dying breed. And I think generationally we'll we'll get them out of there. But uh, I think that I I just I don't I don't I don't like how it makes me feel when I see people take a knee for the flag and they just look down, you know, and they're chilling. Because they're disrespecting a flag or they're disrespecting a symbol that symbolizes freedom in a sense. I get, oh, yeah, we get it. There's there's 100% racism and we're going to take care of it as a culture. But 
this this I guess country allowed you to have that platform because you're an exceptional athlete and we got you there as a country because you're awesome and you earned it. How can you not respect that from your country? You know, like that's where I come from. So I mean, I'm with Drew Brees on it. Uh, mainly because he spoke his mind, dude. I wouldn't apologize if I was him because that's just how he feels, you know? And we, he, you think Drew Brees is a racist? No. That's, that's my thing. Hey, do y'all think Drew Brees is a fucking racist? Really? Absolutely not. Unbelievable. Man's done a lot for New Orleans. Unbelievable amount for his entire community. Black, white, whatever. So it's just crazy to me that that people were up in arms about that. When the reality is he was just giving his opinion like literally everybody else in the world. And his PR manager had to step in and say, hey, you got to backtrack, dog. Or your legacy's ruined. No, it's not. He's Drew fucking Breeze. Yeah. And, hey, respect that 100%. I'm, That's what I'm just on the – I've flipped on it. I – because this goes back to where Arian Foster says, what what are we supposed to do then? Yeah. You're telling us we can't do this, I don't this, disagree this, with that, this. yeah. So what else are they supposed to do? I don't know. That's another great question. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think. So, hey, it's not disruptive. No, I, get I agree. It. It's optically for some people, it's, it's not right. Um, but for me, I'm I'm okay with it now. Right. Do, do your thing. Hey, I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to be kneel. up in arms about it, but it's just like. Right. That back to what Killer Mike said, I would come back, build a strategy, effective, and right. and uh, and we'd formulate a plan that 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 it, that does it the right way, and I just mm-hmm. don't think that that was the right way. I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm not gonna watch the NFL because of this shit. Right. I don't care about that. It's not that deep for me. I mean, if I see him process, I'm like respect. Cool. I wouldn't do that. But also, mm-hmm. I'm not a black guy. I'm not an African American, yeah. so I don't know. You know, I'm not in his shoes, but that's just, I, I, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. We'll never know. We'll never be in those shoes. No, we we'll never not. get to walk in the day of a, of a, in the life of a black man. We'll never know that. That's the truth. Black man or woman. Um, that is we'll the never truth, know. dude. That is the truth, man. Imagine, imagine the oppression and if you're a African-American woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Dude. And that's why it's so frustrating to see people destroy Atlanta and place a place like Atlanta that's the beacon of civil rights where MLK made us home where over 50 businesses are owned by black women not just minorities not people of color but black women and it's it's frustrating to see that especially coming from corona where a lot of these small businesses are already hurting yeah so you're going to go and destroy their business and loot them come on be better no be better don't distract from the message don't let the opportunists and anarchists come in and destroy what you're built and distract from your message no doubt remember that's what this is about it's telling the system the justice system systemic racist all of that that enough is enough we've got to move forward and be better no we've got to hold people accountable i asked one of my friends what can we do he said, first things first, you see something, you see, hear something, say something. Yeah. Don't just blow it over your shoulder. Don't let it just roll off. Say something. 
Say, hey, man, can't do that. Yep. Don't say that. Get the hell out of here. Don't jump them, of course. But say, hey, man, that's fucked up. Get the hell out of here. Get out. And then, because the main thing about this is, this is going to take time. This might not even really affect our lifetime. I agree. But it's going to affect our kids and our kids' kids. I think this is a big moment for our generation in terms of how we raise our kids. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I think this could be so good for humanity in terms of how we raise our children. If we could be like kids, because kids don't see it. You see the the video that pops up of the little black kid and little white kid. They come and hug. They it don't out. have any idea. It's how they're raised. Bottom line. Yeah. It's how they're raised 100%. and how they're how people react to them in their environment. That's just how it is. Yep. Bottom line. So, like you said, it comes. It all falls on us. It does. And the younger generation below us, to raise raise the future generations that are after us better and not see race and not see you know. The other things that come along, you know, gender and all that crap. Right. Um, not crap, but you know what I mean? Just et cetera, et cetera. But we have to be better. We and do. I think we will. I think from the ashes, the phoenix will rise, as Killer Mike said. I think greatness will come. It's always darkest before the dawn. All those cliche words, I phrases. Um, it's just, dude, It all. it's all on us. At the end of the day... Our generation is the generation of change. And then when we're older, our kids, their generation is going to be. The That's just the way life works. And I think that this will be good in the long run mm-hmm. for how we raise our kids, you know, yep. um, how we how we operate around the other race, how we show our kids the fact that although that kid doesn't look like you. It doesn't matter. He's the exact same as he you. Is, he has the exact same as you in terms of value. They might be culturally different. They might be. They might eat different shit. They might have a different accent in terms of the way they talk. But at the end of the day, they're fucking people, you know? Yep. And that's, that's all that matters. Oh, you're a person? Great. Good to meet you. Don't care. You know, I, it's, yeah. it's, it's, so, it's so simple, man. It's so simple. And uh, I think it's an, it'll be an exciting time for us in the next decade in terms of yeah. we can celebrate what happened. If we go, if we play our cards right, we can celebrate it. I really do think that. Yep. 2020 could actually go from a year that was very messed up from coronavirus and all that to a year that was of paramount importance. Celebrated. Yeah. Like you said, paramount. Yep. Paramount time in history. Yep. So let's let's hope and pray that this doesn't happen again in another ten years, five years from now, five ten years from now. Right. Um, let's hope we learn, and this really was a straw that broke the camel's back. I think um, I, I I'm an optimist, but I think that I think that it is, man. I think that is eye opening, uh, and I think that people are gonna understand that we're all rocking the same. We're all in the same story, you know. We're all in the mm-hmm. same boat. And uh, I am interested to see what we can do in terms of the black the black community right now that's our age. What are they going to teach their kids, you know? Are they going to teach their kids that we're all equal? Are they going to teach their kids to fear white people? Uh, are they going to are they going to are they going to teach their kids to fear the police? Um there's a, there's a lot of questions that are out there for me uh, because I mean my girlfriend literally picked a, a, a little black kid up 
on the side of the road, he's walking to his dad's house. And uh, his first words is, you're not going to kill me, are you? And that's insane. My girlfriend's four foot eleven. She's a little blonde white girl. <laughs> and this kid's first question was, you're not going to kill me, are you? Just because she saw him walking on the road and she wanted to take him home. And I don't know if it was because of a random car pulled up or it was because she was white. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I know that there's a stigma surrounding the white community relative to the black community. And uh, it's it really sucks that we have to approach each other cautiously. Um, because at the end of the day, like I said, we're, we're, we're all pulling on the same road, most of us. And the ones who are on the other side, they're... They won't be there long, I can promise. Yep, hopefully it doesn't get worse before it gets better. Um, let's hope it just progressively gets better from here on out. Yeah. Hopefully it's a big incline, big, massive incline. We won't see results hopefully. for another decade or two. but Oh, 100%, but hopefully you don't see as many shootings. Right, just do your part. At the end of the day, do your part, period. Be yep. good to one another. That's the bottom line, dude. That's literally my rule of thumb. Hey, they need the door held open for them, hold it. They need help with their groceries, help them. They need anything, you know? You see somebody's you see somebody that looks pissed, upset, just ask them what's going on. Figure just at the end of the day they're humans, just like you, and they ha- and they have a lot of shit going on. And just be good, man, you know? That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Be good. Hold the door open. Yep. Yes ma'am, no ma'am, but that's the southern thing. But yep. uh it's just uh, it's just common sense to me, you know? It's very weird that it's not common sense for everybody, but we're going to get there. Eventually we will. Just in summary, guys, um, be better people. Racism sucks. Deal with your own prejudices. Yeah. Prejudice. Prejudice. That doesn't Is work. Is it prejudice? Prejudice? <laughs> it's, it's, no, I just, I was just fucking. Well, imagine if it was, though. That'd be sick. I think I'm going to start oh, saying it. actually that. would be. Prejudice. Prejudice. Be a better purse. Be a prejudice. better purse. Uh, so be a better purse. Push, if you're a cop, or if you're a cop, be a better cop. Hold people accountable. Go out and vote. Think globally. Act locally. I know a gentleman that's a cop that listened to this. His name's was well, his Instagram. I forget his actual name. It's Mark Alexander. Um, hey man, hold him accountable, dog. Hold down the fort for your squad. You know, bottom line, hold him down, dude. You're awesome. Go be awesome. Be a leader. Show them how to do their job. You know, if they if they have any questions, answer them. Yep. Uh, we 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 rely on you, man. We rely on your team in Mobile. That's that's the bottom line. You we rely on you to keep us safe. So do it. Yep. That's the bottom line, dude. Uh, You're awesome. There's so much positive that's coming out of this. Go. Go listen to Killer Mike's speech if you haven't. Go see the Flint, Flint sheriff do his thing, Houston, New Jersey, all these people coming together. Go see these things if you haven't yet. Um, shout out to my boy Dham. Me and him talked today and gave me a lot of things that to talk about. And he he even put his own video out. So if you want to go check him out, it's literally at Dham. Go go check his video out. It's pretty good. Um, so moving on, we're going to get on some other things. Well, this one kind of relates to this and a little bit of what we've been talking about for the last few weeks. Uh, super interested to see what happens in two weeks from uh, coronavirus. Very interested to see if we get a spike or not from all these protests. Because if not, there is zero excuse 
I can't go watch a baseball game. True. Well, I say that, but the players might strike, so we'll see. Because if they're – the NBA is coming back. NBA is coming back July 31st. Um, it's going to be 22 teams down in Orlando. Eight rig- the There's going to be like a little play-in tournament where the lower-seeded teams will play eight games, and then it will be a 16-team tournament, eight teams for both sides, and move them forward. And it should be interesting. Could get a LA LA finish championship, and it could be very. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be good to have sports back. Um, another story that came out today. Uh, have to have to call this out. Got to see call a spade a spade. Uh, Jake Fromm. Yikes! You messed up, man. You you messed up. You said what you said. Um, instead of yelling at him, guys. And this is how we should have these conversations moving forward. Yes, condemn him. Say that's fucked up. You can't do that. Can't say these things. Um, but have a conversation with him. Tell him why it's wrong. Don't yell at him. That's how these conversations, how progress works. No doubt. No doubt. Have conversations like this and like conversations you have with your friends. Can't just cancel somebody. Just can't cancel them. Yes, he'll learn. He learned. I guarantee he learned his lesson today. Hell, he may get cut by the Bills. He probably didn't even remember he did. He said that. It, it was a year ago, and the, to the person that put it out, um, should have done this a year ago when it came out. Yeah. Uh, I know. I know you're. You were probably afraid because you'd say, "Oh, people are just gonna blow me off," and you should have done it a year ago. Um, but still, you put it out there for the world to see. So I guess that's good. But be better, Jake Fromm. Be better. Uh, another story, SpaceX. SpaceX, Elon Musk, for the first time in nine years, an American, from American soil on an American, jet, uh, not jet, a uh, spaceship, was launched into space successfully and is now in the space station. And the rocket landed itself, which is really fucking cool. Did it land itself again? It came all the way back and landed itself? Oh, yeah, it did. That's nuts, dude. 20-story high rocket landed itself. Dude. It's insane. That's actually nuts. It's absolutely insane what he did. The suits were really cool. They were really sleek. It's not the orange jumpsuits that you've seen in the past. It was this sleek, white, futuristic-looking stuff. Um, I actually didn't get to catch it because it was actually moving out. I was patiently watch, waiting for it on Wednesday, and then they canceled because of weather. It was something I meant to bring up last week, but... Uh, shout out Elon Musk for being a genius and getting a rocket built and actually sending somebody from space, not on, not on the government's dime, because this this just privatized space, ta- uh, commercialized space travel, which means there's a lot less government oversight and a lot less hoops they got to jump through. So maybe we'll see more stuff coming out of it. Maybe we'll see. I know there's already lists for people. I mean, they're expensive lists, but if you wanted to go to space, you could pay $250,000 and go yeah. in like 10 years. That's nuts, dude. So I think that's really cool for the progression of us, of humans, in space travel. I think it's really cool. I think it's really fucking cool. Ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. I'm interested yeah. to see where we go in the next 10 years. Oh, absolutely. It's That's the one thing that's exciting about being in this time and age of techno- technological advancement, it's 
It's going to be really cool in 10, 20 years, 30 years down the line when we're old fuckers. Um, it's really cool. Um, another thing that came out today, Governor Abbott, if you know who that is, he's the Texas governor, said in June, we'd mentioned this last week, where uh, he was allowing 25% of outdoor stadiums to be full. He is now allowing 50% of outdoor stadiums to be full. So it is a good sign and the right step forward to having f- normal sports and full crowds. I'm excited it's about huge it, Huge for football. Oh, it is. It's huge. It's huge for it's football. huge for the economy is what it is, for being honest. Oh, yeah. It absolutely is. It's Like I said, I'm interested in two weeks to see what happens. Yeah. Because if not, there's no spike, then what are we doing? Why can't I go to my bar and have a beer without being, you know, six feet away from somebody wearing one of those bumper car things? That would actually be a lot of fun, actually. I would enjoy that. Dude, that would actually be tight. They need to do that, like, annually, like, one night. One night. Bumper car night. Bumper car night. That would be sick. That would be. Um, a little cool little thing for us, the uh, South Alabama football stadium is about to be f- completely finished. It looks about done. I'm excited to take my girl down there. I'm excited to go tailgate down there because we had some damn good times tailgating. Dude, we did. <laughs> the beer die all deck. We did, dude. I'm gonna have to pick a. I'm gonna have to pick a one where Alabama's away though because she loves Alabama football. Yeah, I know. Sadly, I won't be able to come to the Georgia Alabama game this year. I have a wedding to go to, so I will be watching it on my phone. Ooh, dude. Just tell I'm, them to cancel I it. Know. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish, but can't. I gotta go. Gotta go. It's a close friend. So I heard that. I heard that. So man. What else uh, we got? That's really all I've got, man. We're right about an hour. We can wrap this guy up. Um let me let me do something real quick. Guys, I don't know if you saw um on either my Instagram or the podcast Instagram, but the new merch, it is available. Let us know the size and color you want. True. Hit us up, dude. Pre- hey, say, also, hey, send me some pictures and I'll, I'll post some stuff. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Hey, they're sick, guys. The new logo looks good. It looks damn good. So if you want something, let me know. Um, also, go follow, go follow the podcast page and tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell another friend. Because, hey, shout out to the L's. Shout out to y'all. Y'all got us our second best month, and it's been kind of hard because of everything going on. But we're starting to get back to where getting our groove back and our momentum back from when we were back in January when we were really, really rocking and rolling. So shout out to y'all. Y'all are great. Um, Thanks for the support. Appreciate it. No doubt. No doubt. All right, boys. All right, boys. All right, girls. Listen. Go get our merch. Go follow all of us. New songs drop in July too. It's coming. We're a month out. I hope everybody's having a phenomenal summer. I know it's been a dogfight, but keep your head up. We're going to get there. Uh, I liked our discussion today. It was it was needed. Um, uh, I'm interested to see y'all's thoughts on it. Y'all let us know. If y'all have any thoughts on it, let us know. I'd like to read it. Um, holler at us on all of our socials. You know them by now, and if you don't, mine's at Cam, Cam Cummins Music on Instagram. That's really the only one I want you to talk to me on. Because Twitter's trash. But, um, yeah, hit me up on Instagram. Uh, BDE Groups on Instagram. Is that correct? Yep. At BDE Groups. Then, uh, then just BDE Radio. That's right. And then at BDE Radio, y'all hit us up. Uh, leave us a review if you haven't. Thank you guys for all the love. 
Um, nothing but five stars. You love to see that. Um, five stars. Subscribe to the channel. Um, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, broke 60k on my other song. New release coming up. Hopefully, I can record my fourth one very soon. Uh, I'm excited about that as well. Uh, I'm excited to uh, get back out and out and about and get in the gym and, and go out to a bar, maybe get a beer. And I'm just excited for these times, dude. It's summer. Uh, it's, it's it's good. It's a it's good to be where I'm at right now. I'm about to move into a new apartment. Uh, there we go. Yeah, dude. The AC here's you broken. And yeah, we're met me and Maddie Moda kid. We're moving out. Uh, hopefully, we can get this new apartment and and move into it. It's extremely nice, and uh, I'm excited about it. But a lot of cool developments are happening. Stick with us. If you got any questions, hit us up. If you don't, if you have any answers, hit us up. Um, but otherwise, man, I hope guys, I hope you guys are just absolutely having a blast.